the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good sir Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And what desert? There's plenty of water out there in the arid lands of the sports betting landscape at the moment. I know there's like not even WNBA today. Uh, The Summer League is officially wrapped. Uh, Yeah, we can look at the NFL Futures, which we're going to do a little bit later on. But we do have the Home Run Derby. And in this golden age of sports betting, Lundy, it is a smorgasbord as being offered by the various sports books. So many different ways to dissect this competition tonight. Hell, you could even wager on over-under exit velocity on some of the balls coming off the bat via StatCast. So, uh, amazing stuff that's out there, and I'm really looking forward to watching this go down in Tinseltown. So, let's just uh, start off with a bang. Give me your home run derby pick-to-click. Who raises the trophy in the end? Uh, I'm going with Juan Soto. Um, I think uh, I, I like the odds on it. Um, at, at So, for example, BetMGM's got him at plus 600, yeah. um, which is an awfully nice uh, payday for this one. So I, it's, I think sometimes – look, it's hard to predict. We know it's hard to predict um, just because all you need is, you know, all of a sudden somebody gets a little, uh, a little flinch in that swing and you go from hitting 30 home runs in one round to hitting 19 and, and you lose. Um, but I just – I like the value on Soto. And – you know, he's he's got a little something to prove, Brad, because if I recall, uh, he uh, he he told the people with the Brinks truck that they were at the wrong address. <laughs> That's true. Well, a passing was a four hundred forty million dollar deal. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. so he may he may be trying to prove to whoever's going to be signing his next check uh, that he can launch him uh, out of that park. And remember, folks, three uh, thirty to right and three thirty to left at Chavez Ravine. So uh, this could get a little interesting tonight. Yeah, no doubt about it. And the highest ticket uh, count right now, according to our friends at BetMGM, is on Juan Soto. 19.6% of the public spread tickets on him to win this home run derby competition. So uh, that is their biggest liability across the board. The third highest liability is tied to my pick to click here, and that's Schwarbs, Kyle Schwarber. Uh, Of the Philadelphia Phillies uh, and a guy that uh, his advanced analytics profile just jumps off the screen. He's got the best of anybody in this entire tournament. Yeah, even better than Polar Bear Pete, who's won this thing back-to-back years. But Schwarber, number three in XISO with a 387 mark, which, again, measures a player's pure power potential. He's number two in barrel rate so far this season and number seven in exit velocity. And you mentioned uh, the measurements inside Dodgers Stadium there. It is the 13th best park for left-handed hitters uh, over the last three years combined. So, uh, friendly environment. Ball's been jumping out of that park so far this year. And Schwarbs uh, has just been all or nothing, and he's going to be a whole lot of all tonight, uh, bringing out that heavy lumber. So, plus 325 at BetMGM. He is my selection to win this year's home run derby. We got plenty more picks in this exercise coming up right now. In the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lenny, before we get back to the diamond, uh, let's work at a couple of NFL season-long player props. The sports books have several of these posted right now, and I know you hate tying up your money for six months on end, but there are some extraordinary values out there, including this one. I'm taking the over on Cortland Sutton. Got a brand-new quarterback smashing the upgrade button, going from uh, Drew Locke and company 
uh, to Russell Wilson and, of course, Teddy Bridgewater last year as well. Uh, over 62.5 catches for the product of SMU, minus 115 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, you look at the projection, uh, and I you know I put together this on the spreadsheet. You can follow it for free uh, at Noisy Huevos. I took four prognosticators that I trust, Pro Football Focus, Fantasy Football Today, Mike Clave, ESPN, Jeff Ratcliffe, Sirius XM, and I aggregated all of their fearless forecasts, if you will, and the projection for Sutton came anywhere between a range of 59 catches to 68, and I think it's going to be close to the higher end of that range. Uh, just, you know, glance past the numbers from last season. Completely meaningless due to the inept quarterback play there in the Mile High City. And Sutton was still coming off that major knee injury. He only had 98 targets, 58 catches, 776 yards, and two touchdowns. Just a wasted year overall, 5.8 targets per game. But he was still wide receiver eight in total air yards and wide receiver five in unrealized air yards. Why? Because a quarterback sucked. You bring in Russell Wilson. Uh, which is, again, a substantial upgrade there. And I think you're going to get Sutton back to where he was in 2019, which he had 126 targets, 72 catches, over 1,100 yards, and six touchdowns. And according to some of the early reports and and minicamp and everything around Dove Valley, uh, there was a brewing chemistry between Wilson and Sutton, more so than with Wilson to Jerry Judy or K.J. Hamler and some of the other players involved in this offense. So, Lundy. Fade or follow Cortland Sutton over 62 and a half receptions, minus 115 at DK. Uh, you roll the over on this one. Um, you're, you're exactly right. You've got to get we, – we know what this guy is capable of. Um, so to me, this is all about um, uh, the, the quarterback upgrade that you already talked about. This is, this is huge. I, I, what he is getting with Russell Wilson now – um, is obviously a, I mean, you already said it, it's a massive improvement. I don't think that can be under, I don't think that can be overstated right now, okay? The difference that he has now with Russell Wilson, who's been posting all kinds of workout videos on social media, by the way, of everything that he's been doing. And I just look at it every time and I go, yeah, I, I'd, I'd like tear an ACL just trying to do half of <laughs> yeah, what you're doing right now. The footwork is amazing for Russell. Yeah, his, he's doing footwork like what you see cornerbacks and, and wide receivers Or do. his wife. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, in her videos. Um, so I like the over there, and I'm going to go ahead and give you uh, a super, super uh, extraordinary early bonus time. Bonus time. I like the over on 72 and a half on Jerry Judy as well. Hmm. I think that's too. I think that's too low for Judy. I think Judy's going to be in the upper 70s. I think Cortland Sutton's going to be in the upper 60s. I know you talked about the the chemistry that's going on with Russ um, and Cortland here initially. I, I, I think Jerry Judy has been arguably the most wasted talent in the NFL over the last couple of seasons. Yeah, uh, I, just, I think that's what fair. He, what he has, his, the impeccable route running that he has, he, he breaks dudes' ankles when he is on a roll. And I think the confidence he is going to feel to know that he's got a quarterback that can get him the ball um, is going to make him a target machine this year. So I not only like your over on Cortland, I'm taking the over on Jerry Judy at 72 and a half. That one right now at DK is at a minus 120, so it's already been juiced up a bit. Take the over. 
on all the Broncos pass catchers. Number four. All right, staying in division here, Lundy, let's talk about a signal caller uh, who has got a howitzer for an arm, and that is Justin Herbert, or Herbert, uh, as he goes by. But I'm going to take the under on 36.5 passing TDs for the year, third year sensation of this L.A. franchise. And you look at Herbert uh, and what he did uh, last year, uh, 38 passing touchdowns after a remarkable rookie campaign that really shocked and awed all of us when he had 31 passing touchdowns. And you look at the Chargers, yeah, they are pass-heavy. Uh, they were number five last season in pass percentage at 62.5%, meaning that was the percentage of plays that were vertical in nature. But again, I go back to the projections and the prognosticators that are out there. Uh, most of them have anywhere between 31 to 35, and I think this number is slightly inflated because of what he achieved a season ago. Yeah, again, the secondary numbers, pretty rock solid. Number 10 in adjusted completion percentage last year, but he was only number 16 in red zone completion percentage. So I think Herbert uh, will take a slight, ever so slight step backward. Of course, the injury amp, God forbid, uh, is always lurking. Hopefully, uh, he will remain upright, but that is a constant threat with all of these season-long player props. So, fade or follow Justin Herbert under 36.5 passing touchdowns. And, Lundy, I know you hate the Ducks, but try to put that bias aside. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I cannot stand the Ducks, but I love Justin Herbert. (laughs) I love watching him play football. You just love his long locks. Well, you know, but then he went and cut him and he just like it, you got to pick a style, man. Like, look yeah. at the look at the Joe Dirt that we had with Cameron Smith at uh, at the <laughs> British Open yesterday. Uh, by the way, uh, did you rewind the pod to last Wednesday? I told you to bet on Cam Smith. Uh, and if you did, you got him at a nice 20 to one. Uh, anyway, uh, going back to Justin Herbert, uh, I, I like the under on this one that I want to I want to put you on the spot real quick, Brad. Uh the other one that goes along with this, over under 13 and a half interceptions. Where are you going? Oh, man. Um, if you could guarantee me 17 games, I'll take the over. I think he gets to 15. Because a lot of your prognosticators have got him tucked underneath this, including Mike Clay, who's got him at 12. Yeah. And I'm thinking off of the, you know, if, if, if his numbers for his passing touchdowns are inflated a bit, then that tells me we may not see quite as many um, uh, 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 of the pass plays and be able to bring down the opportunities. But last year... According to our friends at Player Profiler, top 10 in interceptable passes, which always has me a little worried when guys are taking chances that they couldn't. I think that 13 and a half number set really well. If I were betting it, I would actually take the under. Um, I think he's going to tuck just barely underneath that one. But I also like the under on the passing touchdowns. This Chargers team is going to be good, um, but I'll be curious to see what kind of regression we get out of the former duck. Yeah, fade Justin Herbert. Uh, Yeah, we might be drunk. Number three. All right, let's move on to the home run derby. And a lot of bats are going to crack tonight uh, in Tinseltown inside Chavez Ravine. And um, one of my favorite props that's out there, and and honestly, I got this at plus money yesterday because I I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw it. It's now at minus 105, and I've only seen it at BetMGM, but it is Pete Alonzo and Kyle Schwarber advance to just the second round. That's all they got to do. Schwarber's the one seed in this tournament. He's going up against Albert Pujols. Pete Alonso is the two seed, and he's going up against Ronald Acuna Jr. Now, Schwarber, just to advance the round two by himself, is minus 300 plus uh, universally at all the sports books. Alonso, the one's a little bit touch and go, right around minus 180. 
at most of the parlors right now for him to survive an advance from Acuna, who we know has got prodigious pop. But still, Lonzo, Polar Bear Pete has won this sucker in back-to-back years. Uh, Schwarber was a finalist in 2018. You know, that's my pick to click uh, to win the trophy here in the end. But still minus 105, a line of juice here, Lundy, to justify uh, a heavy wager on this one for both these guys to just advance on to the next round. So, fade or follow, Polar Bear Pete Alonzo and Kyle Schwarber escape round one, make it to round two, and hopefully we cash a ticket minus 105 at BetMGM. Well, I like the one with Alonzo, obviously. And I think, you know, as, as nice as it is that we're doing this with Pujols, I just, Schwarber should be able to knock him out of the first round. I think it's fun to have Albert out there. I'm not going to yeah, lie. It is. Uh, he's got, what, 685, 686, yep. something like that yep. on his career. I love the fact that he's involved in the Derby. I'm glad that they made him one of the contestants. But that said, based on this format, based on the bracketed way that they do this, I think Schwarber gets past him. And I do think it's a good call uh, on Alonzo. And in fact, I've got, uh, you know, I've got my own little pick involved. Alonzo coming up in our bonus time. Ooh, spicy little preview from Nathaniel Lundy. Stay tuned for my top picks of the day in the Major League Baseball Home Run Derby Plus bonus time additionally in the City of Angels. Number two. I, uh, speaking of the venerable one, Albert Pujols, the uh, slam dunk future hofer, uh, the over-under on total home runs in potentially his uh, final hurrah uh, in this exercise is sitting at 18 and a half. And Lundy, I am smashing the under on this, and I should be standing up for my fellow 40-something. Uh, but this uh, available at BetMGM at minus 110. I just don't see Pujols uh, getting to 19 homers uh, tonight in round number one because he's not going to escape round number one. Schwarber is going to smash him eliminate him and it'll be bon voyage uh, for Albert as he will uh, be sipping on a Gatorade watching the rest of the festivities unfold there uh, by the dugout but you know look at Pujols history uh, in this tournament 2003 at 26 total home runs 2007 he only had 13 2009 he had 11 and in 2015 uh, that was the last time he participated he had 21 so Obviously, a much younger man in 2007 and 2009 and couldn't even get to 14 in total. You look at his regular season numbers, uh, exit velocity well outside the top 50, uh, 161 ISO. And again, to put that in comparison, Schwarber's at 387 uh, in that category this season. Uh, barrel rate uh, below 8.5%. He's only got six home runs, 149 at-bats. Uh, I'm with you. I can't wait to watch Fat Albert go out there and hit a couple of grapefruits uh, into the cheap seats, but I don't think he's going to launch 19 of those into the bleachers. So fade or follow, Albert Pujols under 18.5 total homers, minus 110 at BetMGM. If he sips out of the fountain of youth, fine, but I don't think that's going to happen. So I'm going to I'm going to stay with you. I'm going to take the under on the 18 and a half. Now, the fewest hit in round one last year was 19. That was Joey Gallo. But that was at course. Um, so right. if, if you want to take, you know, if you want to take, you know, 10 to 15 percent off of that, then that would mean that both he and Trevor Story would have been under this number last year. 
Um, and and Story obviously was hitting in a in a stadium that he was extremely familiar with. So you put all that together. I, I, like I said, I think this is great. I think the crowd is going to applaud him. I think he's going to get the little curtain call, little hat tip. Um, but I think at the end of the day, um, you know, Schwarber may be able to just quit partway through the first round because he's already passed Pujols. Could be. Uh, I don't necessarily want that for some of my Schwarber wagers, uh, especially if I'm leaning toward the over. But regardless, uh, Fat Albert, go out there, do a little bit of damage, but not too much. Number one. All right, Lundy, my favorite prop on the board in tonight's home run derby. I'm taking the over. 491 and a half feet for the longest home run hit by any participant at minus 110, available at DraftKings Sportsbook. So, uh, going back through the recent history, so since 2015, that's when StatCast got involved. That's when they started measuring exit velocity and really uh, honing in on and pinpointing exactly the length and distance of some of the homers. Most of the time, it's been estimated. Uh, like earlier on, exercise, I know, like Sammy Sosa hit one of the longest ones. Uh, in home run derby history way back in the day, but that was an estimate of like 500-plus feet, not a true and accurate measurement. Well, they can get it down now, I think, to like the nanometer uh, pretty much. So uh, since 2015, this has happened. Let's see, 2016 it went over, 2017 it went over, 2018 it went over, and of course last year in Coors it went over. There was no home run derby due to the COVID pandemic in 2020. 2019 it went under. Now you think about Dodger Stadium. Oh, okay, you know, maybe that – uh, heavy Pacific air. Well, Dodger Stadium over the last three seasons, number eight in home run rate. And this year, they are number three in that category. So the ball's really been carrying out of the park. We'll see what kind of ball. You know, there's been a lot of talk about the softer rawhide this season. Hopefully, uh, these are going to be more tightly wound and made of concrete so these guys can smash it out of the park. But uh, I think he's going to be able to get uh, – somebody's going to be able to get there, uh, whether it's uh, Pete Alonzo, whose longest home run in season is 489. Nobody in season has gone over this for longest home run. But when you're serving up softballs right down A Avenue, and again, depending upon the baseball, I think we're going to get one to at least 492. Hell, we may see one 500-plus tonight. So fade or follow over 491.5 feet for the longest home run, minus 110 at DraftKings. I, I love this one. Uh, there's a few bets I really like for tonight, and part of the reason is because I'm a D-Gen and I can't wait uh, as many days as we have to to get back to baseball <laughs> you got action. the cold shakes? Oh, I'd already. Um, <laughs> you know, well, part of it was I hit a five-leg parlay yesterday, So, and I oh. hit on Cam Smith with the uh, with the open winner. So it means I, there's money burning a hole in my pocket. i got to find something to do with it. So I'm going to probably waste it all on the home run derby tonight. Um, but look, la- last year it was all exciting, right, because the over-under – um, which was the biggest bet that I made at Coors last year was the over on the distance for the longest home run because it was just laughable. Um, you know, Trevor Story clocks one 518 feet, in which case Juan Soto turns around and knocks one 520. Um, you know, so we had two of them that were just ridiculous last year. Well, I just think when you put all of that together, even if you account for Coors, even if you remove some of the added distance that happens um, at the altitude um, that you deal with here in Denver, I still think that they crush this number. I think somebody's hitting one 500 feet. I, I'm I'm with you. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna eclipse the 500 foot mark. It may be Soto, who again is probably gonna channel uh, this you know uh, trade rumor and whatever's gonna happen with him in his career into just removing the stitches from the ball tonight. Oh yeah, moonshots to the money, baby. Uh, let's get some more of those on the books as well. It's bonus time. What else you got for me? I'm assuming in the home run derby. 
Yeah, I got. Uh, I just got a couple of them that I like. Look, you're you're big on. Uh, you like Schwartz. Uh, I've already told you that I think it's going to be Juan Soto um, that winds up taking it. Well, if you like the idea of maybe a little uh, a little rematch from mm. uh, from last year mm. um, at BetMGM right now, to you can name the finalists. So they've got everybody paired together, right? So you can say these are going to be the two finalists. So you're not picking who's going to win. You're simply saying who's going to be in the final against each other. Pete Alonso versus Juan Soto is plus 450, and I really like that. I know you're all about Schwarbs, um, but I like the idea of Soto coming out of that side of the bracket and taking on Alonso. You put those together, that's a plus 450. You can also place the bet. This is at Caesars. It's also at DraftKings. They're both juiced the same way. Total home runs to be hit in the entirety of all three rounds um, 251 and a half. I'm going to take the over on that one. Last year at Coors, 319 was how many were hit total. Um, and again, even if you take the percentages of the ball flying further at Coors, that number, if you drop it down to 252, I did the math for you folks. And yes, I had to break out the calculator because I'm not that smart. Um, that would be a 21% drop compared to last year. I think there's going to be a drop off. I don't think it's going to be that pronounced. Um, so I'm saying in total there will be over uh, 251 and a half. And then the other bet that you can make, it's juiced to a minus 130. Um, I saw this one at DraftKings is will there be a swing off, Brad? Now yes. this is what happens when there's a tie. Yes. Minus, minus 130 at DraftKings that there will oh, be a swing off. Oh, let me interrupt you. Ooh, oh, please do. Bet MGM is the only book in the industry right now that has this at plus odds. It's plus oh. 105. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna you talk for a minute because I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go I, make that because I, I, think, there, I think there will be one. Oh, I think there will be two. Uh, I mean, hell, there could be three, four, five. I mean, we we've seen this consistently throughout the home run derby of yesteryear uh, that we do get a swing off at some point. And MGM, I, I was just coursing through because I, I I was looking at it. I minus went there. I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to pay the juice on that. And then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go check some of the other books. Pulled up at MGM and I rubbed my eyes. I'm like. My, is my vision deceiving me? No. Plus 105 on the over 0.5 swing-offs. So immediately jumped on that, and I'd highly recommend everybody else do that. Just buy the juice alone. All right. Very sexy. It is very, very sexy. sexy. All right, I've got two more sexy, actually three more sexy ones in this Home Run Derby competition. Um, again, I mentioned Alonzo and Schwarber could advance around too. You like Juan Soto to win this whole thing. And I think Juan Soto's going to handle Jose Ramirez in his opening round action as well. So if Alonzo, Schwarber, and Soto all move on just around a piece, it's plus 200 right now at BetMGM to do so. And I jumped all over that. Uh, and I'm going to correlate, synergize, bring it all together. I also like Juan Soto over 33 and a half total home runs. And you should too, Lottie, if you think he's going to win the whole shebang. Oh, yeah, baby. That's minus 110. At BetMGM, he had 47 combined in the exercise last year at Coors Field. He went 31 in round one and 16 in round two. And this is all about volume, right? If, he, if he's marching on multiple rounds, he'll easily coast past this number. Uh, Soto right now, number 47 in exit velocity, number eight in X ISO. And if you're worried about Jose Ramirez, uh, don't. Uh, because Jose Ramirez, number 111 among qualifying hitters in exit velocity this season, and number 82 in X ISO. So Soto, money motivation, uh, obviously in the news. And with that just pronounced power that he possesses, a whole lot of P's there, I think he gets at least uh, 34 total home runs tonight. And then the last one for me, going back to that opening round match between Schwarbs. And Albert Pujols, this one I pulled from DraftKings, 
who will have the highest exit velocity on a home run? And Schwarber's at minus 145. Little juicy, but I'm willing to pay it. Uh, it's any remotely close in the advanced analytics profiles between these two guys. And, of course, father time is undefeated. Age being baked into this. Albert a little bit slower uh, to the take than what he was back in the day. He's got an average exit velo of 90 miles per hour. Schwarber at 93 miles per hour. The max exit velocity on a batted ball this season for Schwarber, 114.8. For Pools, it's 110.1. So I, I, I wouldn't say this is free money, but I feel awfully good about Schwarber hitting a harder baseball tonight than Albert Pujols there in round number one. And there you have it. Uh, that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Juevos. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.